I want you to get out there and walk. Better yet, run on the road God called you to travel. I don't want any of you sitting around on your hands. I don't want anyone strolling off down some path that goes nowhere. And mark that you do this with humility and discipline, not in fits and starts, but steadily pouring yourselves out for each other in acts of love, alerting and noticing differences and quick at mending fences. God wants us to grow up and to know the whole truth and to tell it in love, like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. He, he keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love. Good morning. Well, I'd love to say that I'm glad to see everyone this morning, but I can see just a few key people here this morning. But I am glad for those of you that are joining us out there on YouTube. My name is Carmen Carpenter, and I'm actually the wife of one of the pastors here, Andrew Carpenter. We've been here about four years. And I'm super excited today because I get to kick off a new series called Too Fit to Quit. And it's just about what a healthy church, what a healthy body of Christ looks like. Today, I'm going to start us off by talking about some of the elements of a healthy church. And then next week, my husband Andrew and I are going to teach together. We have never done that before. It ought to be really interesting. So you don't want to miss that one. And then the week after that, uh, our pastor Tim will be talking more about gifts. So I forgot to say that Andrew and I will be talking about some of the base gifts that God gives us to grow and develop to help us make that healthy church. And then Pastor Tim will continue that series and talking about more of those gifts and how they all work together. And then last of all, Tim and Andrew will come together to help us dream a little bit, to help us think about and imagine what our church could look like if all of these different parts are growing and flourishing in our midst. So I hope that you will join us for all four weeks of the series. Now, as I was preparing for this, I went to Pinterest for some inspiration. I mean, isn't that what you do when you're looking for inspiration for things? And I was looking for quotes and memes and things about being healthy because I knew that we were going to be talking about a healthy church, a healthy body of Christ. And some of the some of the quotes were really, really good. Like there was one, it was a Tibetan proverb, and it went like this. The secret to living well is eat half, walk double, laugh triple, and love without measure. And I thought, you know, that's, that's pretty good. That's good stuff, right? And then there was another one. It was a healthy outside starts from the inside, and I really liked that one because it made me feel like I could just like sit around and think about being healthy and fit and it just happened, right? Sadly, that's not the way it works, right? So some of the quotes were less than awesome. Do your squats, drink water. Okay, those of you at home, come on, get those squats going, right? But here's another one. Make it happen, girl. Shock everyone. And I really liked that one because, you know, it made me kind of feel like Beyonce or something, right? Then there was one that was on a t-shirt, and it said, workout status, but did you die? Is that motivating? Does that make you want to get out there and get fit? Not me. 
But I did find one that I thought was really good and could actually just preach the sermon for me. And it went like this. Respect your body, fuel your body, challenge your body, move your body, and most of all, love your body. Sermon preached. Done. (laughs) Not really. But I'm going to pray for us and we'll get into it. God, thank you so much for today. And God, I thank you that we can be together even if we're all not in the same room. God, I thank you that you are bigger than that, that you are not confined by walls and spaces, but you can, by your spirit, bring us all together. God, I pray that we would think about, that we would do our part in becoming a healthy church, a healthy church that can go out into the world and be your voice in our world. God, thank you. Please speak through me today and let us hear what you want. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rachel Held Evans, before her untimely death, wrote a book called Searching for Sunday. And as you can imagine, it's a book about church. And she has a lot of points about healthy church as well as unhealthy church. But one of the points that she makes is that the church should be seeking unity, not uniformity. And that's so true because we are all different. We all look different. We act different. We believe different. We vote differently. We are all different. And yet God calls us to unity. And how do we find that unity? Well, we have to respect each other. And you're familiar with that word respect, respect your elders, respect yourself, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? You're, You're familiar with respect. Everybody knows what respect is, and it means exactly what you think. It means to hold in high regard. And we don't really necessarily like that very much because that means that we think in a way that we have to agree with everything somebody else does. That that means we have to agree with their lifestyle or agree with their politics or agree with their beliefs. But Jesus didn't say that, right? He told us to love each other. He told us to treat others the way that we wanted to be treated. And he didn't give us any caveats on that. And in that passage, we heard earlier that Autumn and, and um, Josh so, so well stated for us We heard that we are to give dignity and honor to every single part of our body, no matter what, whether it is a toe or an eye or hair or the digestive system. And the thing about respect, too, is a lot of us have probably been taught that respect is earned. I'm going to tell you I do not believe that is true. I just said it. I don't think that's true. I do not think that respect is earned. I think it is deserved. I think it's deserved because God created each and every human being with his image. He imprinted each and every one of us with himself, with his image. Therefore, we give each other that respect. We hold each other in high regard with dignity and honor. And when we do that, that's how we become a unified body. Now, as we are the body, we have to give the body fuel. 
our physical bodies, we do that with good food, right? Fruits, vegetables, water. In the short term, caffeine, that's my particular favorite way to add fuel to my body. Sugar does that too. But what fuels the body of Christ? Well, the body of Christ is fueled by the Holy Spirit. And if you have had any sort of inkling towards following Jesus, that's the Holy Spirit working within you. And it's our job to tap into that Holy Spirit. And we do that by doing things like Jesus did. He prayed. He sought solitude and silence. He worshiped. He served. Some people call the Holy Spirit the breath of God. And I think that's interesting because I was reading something in a book this week by Mike Breen and Steve Cockrum, and I want to read it to you because I think they said it so well. They said that bad breathing can be the result of many factors, illness, lack of exercise, fear, pollution. Sometimes it's just holding our breath like a child throwing a temper tantrum in a vain attempt to exert control. In the same way, many of us are bad spiritual breathers. Just as our breathing oxygen releases energy in our bodies, God's breathing into us releases the energy of his spirit in our lives. When we breathe deeply of the breath of God, we discover that the energy of God to complete the task at hand is released within us. So I'd like you to do some breathing with me. We're going to do a little breathing exercise. And I don't know where I read this. I learned this many years ago. It's really just a deep breathing exercise. And what we're going to do is when we inhale, we're going to imagine that we are breathing in that Holy Spirit of God. And then as you exhale, you imagine that you're letting go of those things that keep you from tapping into the Spirit, those things like fear, anxiety, control, whatever it might be that you think might be keeping you from God's Holy Spirit. So I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to breathe in that Spirit of God. Inhale. And then just exhale that stuff that keeps you from him. Let's do one more. Breathe in. And then let out that stuff. So as we fuel ourselves with the Holy Spirit, you can open your eyes, by the way. (laughs) As we fuel our bodies with that Holy Spirit of God, then we can challenge our bodies. And and certainly when we're looking to get fit and healthy, we do that by running further or adding more weight to the dumbbells or taking more steps. And we do that with that purpose of moving forward. Now, I can do exercises like planks or squats or push-ups and those things work one or two muscle groups primarily, right? Like your shoulders or your biceps or your quads or whatever it might be. But as you do that, as you challenge those parts of your body, your entire body benefits. Your entire body gets healthy. 
And that's the way we, as the body of Christ, are too. As each of us, as individual parts of the body, challenge ourselves, we do that to benefit the entire body. Whether that's challenging ourselves to, yes, find out what our gifts are and grow and develop those. Whether that's reading more, learning more, engaging more. That's the way that we challenge ourselves and help the body to grow and help the body to move forward. And speaking of moving, moving your body. In that Ephesians passage that you heard earlier, it, that was from the message, by the way. Eugene Peterson talks about walking on the path that God gave you and better yet, run. He says to pour yourselves out, and he says to travel in the same direction. It's very active. We are moving. Barbara Brown Taylor wrote a book called An Altar in the World, and in it she talks about the Last Supper and Jesus' conversation with his disciples. And and he gives them the bread, and he gives them the wine, and he says, do this. He didn't give them a list of principles or guidelines to follow. He didn't say, hey, guys, I want you to sit around and talk about this stuff together. He said, do this. And one of the last things that Jesus said before he left this earth was, go, make disciples, He said to teach them, and he said to baptize them. And when he said baptize, he didn't just mean that you're going to dunk them in water or sprinkle them. He meant that you are going to immerse them in his ways and the things that he did and doing those things. That's how we move this body forward. We do that by doing the things that Jesus did, particularly when we do them together. And most of all, love the body. Certainly, we know that we are called to love each other. And it's really easy to love individual parts of the body. But think about this. You have people in your life that you love, and you may love their smile. And you may love their hair. And you may love their toes. And they may have things that you don't love so much. Andrew and I have been married quite a long time now. And he has a couple of things that I don't love. I don't love that he feels like he has to spit a lot when we take our walks in the morning. It's not my favorite. (laughs) But I still love all of him, right? And we do that too. There are parts of the body that we don't love. And particularly when we think about the church with a big C, there are parts of that body that we do not love. And there are parts of that body that, yes, we need to challenge sometimes. But we are called to love all, all the church, all the body of Christ. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by respect, by respecting each and every part of the body, giving dignity and honor to each member. We fuel this body with the Holy Spirit. We challenge the body by challenging each other, challenging ourselves to move forward. And we move this body forward 
when we do the things that Jesus told us to do, to go, to make disciples, to do the things he taught us. And when we have a healthy church, when we have a healthy body of Christ, then we can do his work in the world. We can do that together and we can make that impact for him in this community, in our state, our country, and this world, filling it up with the love and hope and joy of Jesus Christ. So we've got to be too fit to quit. Let me pray for us. Jesus, thank you so much for showing us how you wanted us to be in this world. Thank you for bringing us together as the body of Christ. And and Jesus, help us, help us to fuel our bodies, to move them, to challenge them, to be who you want us to be in this world. God, we just pray for those who are sick. We pray for those who are dealing with difficulties right now. Lord, this is a tough time right now, and I just pray for your joy, your peace, your hope to fill up all of those in our community, in our country, in our world. God, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross for us, and it's in your name I pray. Amen.